0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast One.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: On the next episode of Expeditiously, please, everybody, welcome Mr. Tyler Perry. What's up? What's, What's going up, on, bro? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And your meteoric rise, man, to success. Uh, ...has not come without some level of criticism. Some? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go, you're being polite. Tyler Perry, the next
2: episode of Expeditions. Lee with T.I. My sacrifice comes on the end because it's part of my catalog. Okay. So that's where my value is. It's not, I'm not making the money up front. It's in the long game, right? Right. So if you're going in there and you're looking for the bag, then great. You go buy your Bentley, your Rolls Royce, great. That's all. It's over with. That's wonderful. You had it, but but then what you've done is signed it all away. Right. They own you, and they're never going to give you an opportunity to be in that position.
1: Again. Don't miss the next episode of Expeditiously with special guest Tyler Perry. <laughs> the episode drops Thursday, March 19th. Expeditiously with T.I. Now available on Spotify, the podcast on app, Apple Podcasts. Is what really dead? That's it, man. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Broadcasting from the
3: Mercedes man cave. This is the world we live in. This is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Trigger Meet Friday. Dan and the Dan Patrick's Dan Patrick's show. Had a poll question for the first two hours. McLevin joining us via Skype. McLevin, give us the final results of that poll question.
4: The question was Christian Leitner versus Dominique Wilkins,
3: and 80% want to be Dominique Wilkins. Okay, that's fine. I'll take Christian Leitner's career. Uh, final uh, hour poll question. If you could know one today, one of these today, who the Patriots quarterback will be next year, where Cam Newton goes, where Jameis Winston goes, if Rob Gronkowski or Andrew Luck ever come back, you can know ahead of everybody. All right. Yes, Todd.
5: I want to know Gronk and Luck. I'm not so concerned about any of those other ones. A little curious about where the Patriots go at quarterback, but we can find out in the crystal ball about what Gronk and or Luck
3: are doing. That's the one. I don't think they're coming back. I would want to know the Patriots quarterback because whoever that is is going to play a big role. They're starting where Cam and Jameis probably aren't going to be starting this upcoming season. Did we find out, McLovin, do the Colts own Andrew Luck's rights oh. in
4: perpetuity? Uh, I read recently that they still own, owe his rights,
3: and I think they would have to trade. Yeah. But the Colts wouldn't be helping the Patriots. We brought that up. What if Andrew Luck said, hey, I want to come out of retirement. I want to play for the Patriots. I, I can't see him coming back. He's, he's wired differently. And, you know, Gronk played as long as he could. The way he plays... And he he just, he couldn't, you know, his body couldn't take it anymore. And, you know, he's going to make money in the WWE and probably do some movies. And, you know, he's become a businessman here. I I can't imagine he would go, hey, let me come back and uh, play one year with the Buccaneers. Yeah, Paul. I'm
0: not a flip-flopper, Dan. I got a flip phone,
3: not a flip-flopper. All right. Thank you, Andrew Luck. Couple of phone calls. We'll check in with the Dodgers. Dave Roberts he'll join us. Oh, McLovin sent me a mock draft. Is this uh Lance Airline? Is that that that's our friend Lance Zierlein who always gets mad because we make fun of his player comps. Well, doesn't he get a little mean spirited with his player comps too sometimes? Well, like- we only read the negatives. We yeah. never read the positives. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh let me see. He's got Joe Burrow going to whoa. Wait a minute. Projected trade with the Bengals? Okay. If there is any sense in Cincinnati that Burrow doesn't want to be a Bengal long-term, then the team should listen to offers. An NFL executive I consulted with felt that including all three of Miami's first-round picks in this deal would be too much. So I'm sending Cincy picks 5 and 18 as well as second-round selections for the Dolphins to take Joe Burrow. Wow. Chase Young goes to uh the Redskins. Tua Tonga goes to the Chargers in a projected trade with the Lions. Lance writes, the Chargers are headed into a new stadium without much fanfare at the quarterbacking position unless they move up three spots and secure this talented lefty who should become the face of the franchise by twenty twenty one. Yeah, I understand that. You know, if I'm the Chargers, you missed out on Brady if you can get two of there. This stadium's not even going to be ready that they're moving into, will it? They've shut down construction on that thing. Uh, The Bengals take Justin Herbert at number five. Uh, Jeff Okuda, the uh, great uh, defensive back from Ohio State, goes to the uh, Detroit Lions. Let see if there's anything else interesting in here. Uh, C.D. Lamb, who I love, going to the Jets. Jerry Judy, wide receiver, going to the Raiders at 12. Henry Ruggs, Jr., the third. He goes 15 to Denver. Uh, Jordan Love, come on down to Jacksonville. All right. Anything else I need to know in here? No, that's it. All right. All um, right. That'll stir it up a little bit when you go. Oh, you know, you got an executive saying three first-round picks is too much for uh, Joe Burrow if you're the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, we've wondered about that. So, if it happens, I'm not going to get involved in this anymore with Joe Burrow not wanting to play for Cincinnati. I, you know, I can take a victory lap if it happens. But I'm hoping Joe Burrow goes to uh, to the Bengals. That would be a, a nice little story there. Uh, Jeff in Detroit joins us. Good morning, Jeff. What do you have for me?
1: Good morning there, Dan. I was wondering, as we uh, sit up here and talk about Tom Brady, will we see a different Tom Brady? Because I liken it to this. You've been at MIT for the last, for for your entire career, studying for your mechanical engineering degree. You finally graduate. Everything just heathed upon you, all of the praises. You have nothing to lose. You go to... uh, maybe the you now, you're the uh uh uh, professor's assistant, you got the keys to the office, you can do what you wanna do now. Do you do do you see a different dude at that podium? Because it seems like his personality wanted to come through sometimes in those W E E I um interviews, but it seems like sometimes that patriot way will kinda take over. So with the Patriot Wade being removed, will we see a different time
3: of Brady? Yeah, you might. You know, I think that's a fair question. Thank you. Uh, good to hear from you, Jeff. Have a good weekend. Yeah, You know, Brady, part of this is about having fun, having fun again. Uh, then, you know, And he's with Bruce Arians, who will keep things light. I think it'll be an interesting mix there because Brady knows what his role is and how all of these younger players are going to be looking at him. And, you know, he wants to set that example for them. But he also, according to Jeff Darlington at ESPN, one of the reasons why he wanted to leave was he wanted to have fun. Is uh, Dave Roberts there with us? He sure is. He's the uh, Dodgers manager. Are you bored?
2: Uh, I'm a little stir-crazy, but I think that uh, fortunately uh, doing family games and some hallmarks and some movies uh, is keeping us occupied. Right now, actually, Dan, Uh, Fortunately, we got the green light to uh, move my son out of his dorm. Um, So we're kind of taking the family up there, getting the stuff out and heading back to uh, San Diego.
3: How often do you uh, stay in touch with your players?
2: Every day. Every day it's a a different group of players just to kind of catch up by way of text or a call. Um, And I just learned that we're going to shut down our complex uh, today uh, for the next two weeks and kind of reassess and see where we're at and, you know, you're trying to be responsible. Keep guys going, though, that want to keep working in treatment. But I think ultimately you got to be responsible. And shutting down Camelback Ranch and taking care of the staff is the most important thing.
3: But also, I don't know if you get – we had Joe Madden on last hour, and I said, you're a first-year manager with the Angels, and you're just getting to know names there. You at least have the benefit of being around these players. Do you have a good handle on what kind of team you think you're going to have this year?
2: absolutely and and I think the thing is that i I do I, I do and I think that's a good point with Joe and learning his his guys and and for me knowing who they are what they're about and and in a time like this uh, although something completely unprecedented uh trusting the fact that they're gonna do whatever they can to stay in shape and um, keep their arms in shape their bodies in shape and we don't know when this uh, potential start date, if any, is going to happen. But um, I can still, you know, count on our guys.
3: Yeah, I was wondering that as well. Do you come back and do you get to do spring training for a little while, or do you think you're coming back and you're going to be thrown in and you're playing games right away?
2: Yeah, I, I think for me, uh, and just kind of speaking logically, and, and I just think that it's a two-three week ramp up, and I think that's still abbreviated. So there's got to be some. Uh, latitude with the roster size so whether that's 30 or you know the whole 40 men roster to kind of take care of the pitch pitching um and kind of then you kind of uh, a week or two later then you kind of curtail that roster that active roster to ultimately get back to 26 um but yeah i think dan everything should be on the table i was talking to my wife earlier this morning it's like this year is going to be the year of, of, of amendments. And I think that everything is on the table and has to be for this year. And hopefully there will be some normalcy in 21.
3: Yeah. But I'm also curious with uh, what what position is most affected by this right now where you're not playing?
2: Uh, it's the starting pitching. Um, you know, because I think that starting pitching, obviously you won't start pitching. But, you know, you're talking about when you break camp, you're built up to 90 to 100 pitches and uh, – So these guys are going through their offseason, their winners, and getting ready. So to now get the guys built up through four innings, um, you know, looking back a week ago, and then now to kind of hopefully not go dormant um, because then injuries could kind of potentially happen when you kind of ramp back up. So I think the starting pitching to get to whatever is feasible to start a major league season is probably a thing we've got to keep our finger on. And then you look at
3: the NBA and they're targeting somewhere between June and August. I, at, at what point do you think, do you think there's a drop dead date for uh, this season?
2: I, I do. I do. Um, I don't know that date. I think the NBA is different because they, they're, you know, what, two thirds of the way of their season done where we're starting uh, a new uh, potentially. And so, how much of the season uh, makes it relevant? Uh, so I do think there is a, a drop dead point. I know that ideally everyone wanted to get in that you know one sixty two or one thirty one, whatever that number. Um, but you know, as, as every day goes on, the more we learn, uh, it's even more more unlikely. But I'm still you know trying to hold out hope.
3: You driving your wife crazy yet?
2: Uh, so you know what? I am not driving her crazy yet she was encouraging me to go play some golf and some tennis, but now, you know, with the Gavin Newsom, uh, you know, encouragement mandate in California. So then now the golf courses are kind of being shut down and tennis. So um, I think if we revisit this conversation, that question in about a week, I think I'll have a different answer.
3: <laughs> are you the fastest dad in the neighborhood?
2: Um, so seeing that I live in the same neighborhood as Carlos Quentin and, uh, my buddy, uh, Chad, and then who started Nixon watches, I'm the fastest guy. Yeah, I am the fastest okay. guy outside of my son. My son can, can still, uh, beat me in a race or can get me in a race. Now that that's a different conversation when I realize my son is finally faster than I am.
3: How many players are you faster than on your roster?
2: How many players am I faster than, um, I know he would disagree, but I know I can beat Kenley Jansen in a race. I know it.
3: (laughs) I think I I can beat Kenley Jansen. That's
2: right. Hey, he's a little – he's felt right now. He's in good shape. He's a a lean, cool (laughs) 275 right now. (laughs) So if I can't beat Kenley and Alex Wood, um, then I don't know what. So they're not going to be happy that I called him out. But I'm going to go Alex Wood, Kenley, Julio. Um, I think Clayton can get me, um, and that that might be a thought. I could get Broussard uh, <laughs> Gratterall, too. I think I can beat you in a race. Uh, hey,
3: great to check in with you. Thanks for joining us, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, talk soon about baseball. All right, DP, take care. And that's Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager. He was a pretty, pretty quick guy when he was playing, a specialist, stealing bases there. Uh, let me get some phone calls in here. And then I want to talk about the Rams situation. It, you know, it's not a rebuild, but it, it, it feels like it, it's close to that. Like it's just a, a strange feeling you have. So I'll talk about that. With Todd Gurley, you know, that made sense. You know, I got the heads up a week ago that they were trying to trade him and Brandon Cooks and get out from underneath those contracts. Uh, they, they just had to cut Todd Gurley. Also, Clay Matthews got cut as well. Colby in Texas joins us. Hey, Colby, what do you have for me? Hey,
1: hey Dan, I just want to say I appreciate y'all show y'all are off. Um, my question was with these running backs and their rookie contracts and how it seems everybody's in favor of not paying them big money like Derrick Henry. I think his rookie contract was a total of $5.4 million, and he's been real impactful on that team. I was just wondering if y'all had any ideas on how these players could get more money.
3: Well, we've proposed that you have a, a different rookie contract for running backs. Uh, and thanks for the phone call, Colby. Have a different contract a salary cap for quarterbacks. And if you're a running back, you know maybe it's a first-round pick and it's four years, not five or three years. But you know they, I would use my running back for that five years, and then like if I'm Jacksonville, I don't want Leonard Fournette after this deal is up. I got the best probably that he'll play. Uh, look at the Steelers with Le'Veon Bell. I mean, the Steelers dodged a bullet there. You know, they got James Conner for nothing, and Le'Veon Bell wanted big money. You know, look at the Jets. If you say to the Jets, would you like to have a do-over, they say, Oh yes. Ask the Rams. And they probably said, look, we're we're going for a Super Bowl, and you paid the price. You're literally paying the price we're going for that Super Bowl. Jeff in Detroit. Hey Jeff. Wasn't Jeff already on? Yeah, there's a lot of Jeffs in the Detroit area. Apparently.
6: Are calling in today.
3: Um oh, my screener is locked. Well, it says it says uh disconnected. I'll blame this on Mario. Oh, man, man, Mario's having a crappy day. Come on, Mario. God. So disappointed. Spencer in Minnesota. Hi, Spencer.
1: Hey,
2: Dan. 5'10", 2'10". I love the show. Uh, I just wanted to bring up the contracts. Uh, everybody that signs a contract with a running back ends up regretting it at some point. Um, big-time Vikings fan. We had Adrian Peterson for a long time. That has had some of the best seasons in recent memory. And even that didn't lead to anything without Brett Favre. Uh, if you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't really matter. Uh, my suggestion for GMs going forward, giving running backs a two- or three-year contract Fully guarantee it and add twenty percent on top of it. So now you're looking at a twenty million dollar running back, but you can get out of the deal in two years. Uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it, being the fact that we haven't had a Super Bowl MVP at the running back position since Terrell Davis.
3: Yeah, I'm there with you, but I, I I don't want to spend that kind of money. I want you for the first five years, and then that's it. And I I would have no qualms about that. I'm going to use you. You're going to, and then somebody's going to pay you, but I'm not going to pay you. I want the best years out of you, and that is I'm going to load you up. Christian McCaffrey, after five years, I'm curious how many, if, if Carolina is going to re-sign it. There's already, and it's not reports, but there's already talk about, does Carolina make this a total rebuild? And and if that's the case, then, you know, don't bring in Teddy Bridgewater if it's a total rebuild. And But if I have Christian McCaffrey and I don't have anything else, if I don't have Cam, I don't have Greg Olson, Luke Kuechly. You get younger, but are you getting better? And if I was Carolina, my thought would be, and I know you got a new owner and a new coach, but I would be playing for the following season. I wouldn't bring in Teddy Bridgewater. And I would look at, you know, does somebody really want Christian McCaffrey and what can I get for him? Because then I would zero in on Trevor Lawrence. That would that would have been my game plan if I'm Carolina. Uh, Tommy in North Carolina. Hey, Tommy. 5
1: he one seventy-five five eight. Uh, I just wanted to say I think that Christian Leitner would have to be the best college player of all time, in, in regards to the level of play around him and other teams, and of course his stats, his accolades. And then, uh, not to mention what he did for college basketball, for the rivalries, and that how much, how much he was hated because he was just so damn good. Oh wait, hold on a second. Hey officer, sorry, I went through a checkpoint. Um, uh, Where are so you? Right. Uh, I am on. I am Eastern North Carolina. Uh, I, I live on an island, and we have uh, we have checkpoints set up at the bridges.
3: You're not getting arrested, are you?
1: No, no, sir, no, sir. I'm okay. not. Uh, we, we, we have put an ordinance, an ordinance in, uh, for residents only to
3: come onto the island. Okay, Wildest. It would have been better content, Tommy, if you were getting arrested. Don't you understand how this works? <laughs> Thank you. I do. Thank you, bud. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, be safe, Andrew, in South Carolina. Then we'll take a break. Hey, Andrew, what do you have for me this morning?
1: Hey, Dan, how you doing? Hey, bud. Hey, um, uh, 68227. Hey, um, so I was just thinking, um, you know, everyone pretty much hates Tom Brady. Uh, I wonder if going to a new team, if that kind of, that, you know, everyone just hating him so much, maybe that dies down a little bit and maybe everyone can just kind of appreciate, you know, the football player that he is. It might be uh, maybe too maybe late. a little bit less of I,
3: I know what you're saying. You know, um, I, I think people might be, and not sympathetic, but understanding of Brady if – you know, he's not playing for a Super Bowl, that he did take a chance here and went to Tampa, and he just wanted to play football. Now that you get him away from Belichick, I don't know if people are going to hate the Patriots the way they've hated them before with Brady not there, but we hate success. If Brady's not successful, you might get people who say, yeah, see, told you. I mean, you might get that with Brady, but I, I give him a lot of credit. I do. Because he could have stayed there, and you're going to put up ten wins, you're going to be in the playoffs, and maybe you get a chance at one more Super Bowl. He just didn't want to do it anymore with Belichick. He's like, "I know, I, I'm I'm good. Now, why not reinvent myself at the age of 42, going to be 43? Let's try something new. I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, Paul. I agree with that caller. I wish we'd all
0: just stop what we're doing and take a little time to appreciate Tom Brady. <laughs> Jeez. Especially
3: in these, these times. Right. Yes. Not enough of that. Well, let's do Let's just take some time right now. Tom Brady, underrated question mark.
6: Overlooked? <laughs> Finally. Yeah. We're really getting to the heart of this. Yeah.
3: Why don't we all just go around the room? We'll take a break. We'll go around the room and say something. Not, why are you holding your Purell? I just discovered a major issue. What was the major issue with your Purell?
6: I was uh, just sitting here, and uh, Paul and I had been using it. I've been using this for the last week or two. Yeah. And uh, I just decided to, like, huh, I wonder if there's a uh, expiration date on this. <laughs> <laughs> there's an expiration date for Purell? Sure is. Turns out it was uh, sometime last year. You're just basically just yeah. putting gel on your hands. Yeah, essentially. Just making my hands slimy for no reason. So, mm. so now... is uh, great? Anywho, I'm sure there's plenty of this to be... Uh, we could just go pick up
3: another bottle. Yeah, it's right? so easy to go out and get some Purell. Uh, yeah. That and toilet paper. I, I can't even tell this story. I was going to, but it had to do with a woman stealing toilet paper from my house. She came in and she was there. She's a friend and she took a roll. Of what? Oil. A friend of yours tried to steal a? No, no, she did. She took the roll of toilet paper. How do you know? Because there was no toilet paper in there. And you're like, hey, Janelle, yeah, 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 can you bring our toilet paper yeah, back? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish you sure would have called the cops. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't I don't know if you could. I think you can these days. That seems like On a On somebody stealing toilet paper? That is now a felony. Yeah.
5: Got to wipe that friend off your oh, list.
3: Oh, I see what you did there, Todd. <laughs> he didn't come yeah, back. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, McLovin. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Oh. That was
4: a good one by Todd. You got to give him that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but the bar is so low with him. That's true. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, white Yourself. Those uh, How are those uh, White Castle hamburgers treating you?
5: I only had two. I, I, I'm, I think I'm gonna, that's going to be my limits. If I go for a third, I'm never going to make it home. Do
3: you used sort the of phrase two. Yeah. Two my yeah.
5: like
3: August 2019. That's uh, when it expired? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, we'll take a break here, and uh, we'll come back on this program right after this.
5: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com.
4: What do companies like Ring, Hint, and Tacobas all have in common? They all use NetSuite to accelerate their growth. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. If you want to take your company from 2 million to 10 million or 10 million to hundreds of millions in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools to turbocharge your growth. With NetSuite, you get the full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and much more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place, right from your phone or computer. NetSuite will give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 19,000 companies. It's the last system you'll ever need. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, six ways to run a more profitable business at NetSuite.com slash Patrick. That's NetSuite.com slash Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C-K. NetSuite.com slash Patrick.
3: Are you going to schedule Louisville?
1: No. <laughs> How quick was that answer? <laughs> I may schedule, I may schedule if, 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 if John, uh, I spoke to Cali yesterday, he was nice enough to call me, but I, I would love to schedule Kentucky in the Garden uh, in the Jimmy D Classic. I think that would be a great draw and that would be exciting to see and uh, I hope John would entertain that.
3: Why don't you have Louisville, Kentucky, and Providence?
1: <laughs> How about we have Kentucky, Providence, Iona, and St. John's? <laughs> well,
3: that's our discover moment of the week. That was on Monday. Rick Pitino, the new Iona head coach, when he said, uh, are you going to schedule Louisville? No." <laughs> discover moment. Uh, it's something amazing discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And even more amazing because discover is accepted at over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards, learn more discover.com slash yes, 2019 Nielsen report, providing that data limitations apply. And the uh, chat row is turned on Mario. Mario's screwing things up around here. Meet Friday songs. Easy on him, though. I'm going to I'm gonna ask you for some caution here. This is all he has. He has nothing else in his life. I mean, literally, he has nothing in his life. <laughs> you know, people are self-quarantined now. He's been self-quarantined before the coronavirus. Like, he, he doesn't have any life. Doesn't have any friends. Doesn't have a girlfriend. This will help cheer him up, this conversation. Yeah, this will. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure you just told people to go easy on him. I know. You just said that. I was saying... I, I mean, I'm not going easy on him. I'm saying they should, okay. because he's reading all their comments right now, and he feels bad. He goes, "You know, you ruined my weekend. <laughs> I You had no weekend anyway. Ru- we've actually uh, we've performed a
6: great public service, <laughs> by the way, to people. Yeah, I've had uh, everybody's checking their uh, Purell really? now, and one dude just sent me a picture. His expired in 2015.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think we should give out some DP show swag for the the oldest bottle of purell that people are just finding out about i'm sure we have some gear here send send a picture the oldest bottle of purell that you're using what's the 2015 is where he I think 2015 yeah i'll go back and look we might be able to beat that from the if we were in the old man cave we might be able to to win that one uh, people also want to know about the uh, toilet paper caper uh with somebody coming to my house. And uh, it was a friend, but, you know, and uh, toilet paper was was missing there. Yeah, Paul.
0: A lot of people are asking for the timeline of the uh, theft. So when the person leaves your house, has the person left and then you notice the toilet yeah. paper was missing? Yeah. And you are definitely 100% sure this person took some toilet paper. I'm pretty
3: definite. Has it, anyone? There's not a lot of people in the house, and I don't think a dog or a cat is taking it. Has
0: anyone reached out to said person to no. let them know you know? No. Do they watch the show? No. <laughs> Do no. people they know watch this? show? Maybe. Maybe. When this person next
3: comes to your house. I, I've been told not to say. I'm already going to get grief here uh, because I was told that I shouldn't <laughs> be bringing this up. On a national radio show? Yeah, exactly. A well-listened-to national radio show. That you can also watch on youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick. That's right. you know? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so, the Rams situation is interesting because, you know, when this team was built, there were people in the building who said that you're building a house of cards here. You know, you're, you're taking chances with these contracts. That, and, and people warned some people that this was a house of cards. And that's what happened. Because you spent all that money, you brought in some, you know, risky contracts, players, and you went for it. You tried to win the Super Bowl, and now Todd Gurley is gone, and now you wonder, sort of, what what is this? Where does this team rank just in the NFC West? Yeah, McLovin.
4: Well, they're behind the Seahawks, right, for sure, and behind the Cardinals. Now, is that what you're implying? Well, no, they're behind the Niners. Yeah, behind the Niners for sure, but yeah. would you put them behind the Cardinals, or is that way too soon?
3: I think it's way too soon because I I just want to see. I thought the Cardinals were were better than they should have been last year, and I give Kyler Murray a lot of credit for that. But when it comes to DeAndre Hopkins, there is he going to play nice? Is he going to get his new contract? Um, you know, how how what's Arizona going to do in the draft? With but, you know, they got a high draft pick as well, but um, I don't think the Rams are there. But it feels like they're regressing and that will continue. I mean you got you got Donald there. You spent that money with Goff. Cooper Cup. I you know, they brought back uh, Whitworth again. I think he's like thirty eight, something like that. But are you gonna draft a running back? <laughs> I think that that'll be interesting if that's the case. And what did Atlanta see in Todd Gurley? Because it felt like it was Tampa Bay or Todd Gurley, uh, or Atlanta for Todd Gurley, but he signed, uh, I think, a one-year deal with Atlanta. Did you see any numbers on that, McLevin? I think it's a one-year contract, and and I don't know what they got him for, but you know, there, I I read a couple of reports. Well, I went to Georgia, and uh, you know, the half-empty stands there, and I go, I, how many people are going to go just to watch Todd Gurley play? If he plays well then people will go but i don't think you're going to go hey bulldog fans let's go see Todd Gurley play mm-hmm. i don't think so and the rams tried to hide this and it was defenses eventually got around and realized that Todd Gurley was not the great running back that and he had limitations and they were trying to limit the number of carries here and we saw this and he was hurt the previous year Re- remember when you know we were wondering about him in the super bowl so This has been going on for quite some time, and he had that contract. You know, it's a shame because he was a wonderful player and came back from the torn ACL that he had in college. But he's just at that position. You know, it just takes one, one moment. You know, a quarterback can blow out his knee. I mean, look at Tua. If Tua was a running back, people would be shying away from him. Like, he would not be a first-round pick. But, hey, his hip is going to check out, okay. His ankle checks out, okay. If he was a running back, they'd be like, no way. Yeah, Paul.
0: And I was reading a little about this with Gurley. It, it's arthritis. It's a condition, not an injury. They said an injury you could fix. You know, like Terrell Davis, an injury you could fix, or guys like that. But uh, Todd Gurley's degenerative, like Brandon Roy when he was on the Portland Trailblazers. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. It's, they even compared it uh, similar to basketball players with microfracture. Yeah. It doesn't get back, back, and guys like Amari Stoudemire lose their explosiveness, and it won't come back like it can with a torn ACL.
3: Yeah, I had the microfracture surgery, and that's where they drill holes into your knee because they're trying to see if they can get growth out of it with uh, cartilage in there. I I just can't imagine trying to play professional sports. And I don't think anybody's really come back from having microfracture surgery. But, uh, you know, with Todd Gurley, that that was going to be there. It'll be there the rest of his life with that arthritis. A couple of phone calls here. Uh, Tad? In Missouri. Hey, Ted. How's it going, boys? Good, good. 270 62. All right.
2: So, work in the industry, we are a distributor. Dan, you should consider yourself fortunate. Uh, We have spent a lot of our last week actually replacing dispensers in locations because people are ripping them off the wall to steal the paper. And in one of
1: our other facilities, the employees stole over three cases, which cases are 96 rolls
2: each. And they are now terminated, and are actually getting charges pressed against
3: them. They so an employee stole what three hundred rolls? Yep. Oh my God! And they
2: are uh, they were having them uh, press charges against them for a theft, and they are now terminated.
3: Yeah, it's been crazy. Thanks for the phone call, Ted. That you know, when you go to the grocery store, I'm always curious what people are buying. Toilet paper has to be the number one thing people are buying. And and I don't know what they think is going to happen, but. Toilet paper is number one by far, it feels like. Let me bring in a guest expert on this. Todd?
5: It's a hot uh, hot commodity. Yeah. Whether you have uh, gastrointestinal issues or you have a perfectly good stomach, there's concern about
3: uh, Gonna need toilet cleaning paper.
5: yourself up, and yes. I recommend flushable wet wipes on top of
3: that. All right.
0: Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Yes, Paul. I was at the grocery store about six days ago, and the meat aisle was cleared out. The paper goods aisle was cleaned out. The vegetable aisle was robust. There was stuff everywhere. There's all types of stuff. Canned goods gone. Uh, yeah. Veggies were there.
3: Yeah. I was checking in with my daughter, who's away at college, and I said, are you doing okay with food? She goes, Dad, I'm a vegetarian. And I go, okay. She goes, I'm good. They've always got food for me when I go into the co-op. Uh, let me see. Wally in Las Vegas joins us. Hi, Wally.
1: Thanks for taking my call. Uh 5'8", and a more athletic than you would think, 280.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: Okay, so I've got the golden ticket for you guys. Here's what I think you need to do. We don't have any sports for the next two months. I think that you and Billis, Doug Gottlieb, and Dickie V need to get in the basement or something, have a selection Sunday, and hammer out a final 64 greatest NCAA games of all time.
3: That sounds like a lot of work, Wally. I just I, think I just want to have a beer and watch main cabin masters and have a cigar.
1: Well, I mean, you could do it like you could do like the one versus the sixteen, the whole thing, and then you know have people come in and don't you know donate something to vote for charity or something like that. And That would give us something to watch every night. You can have two games. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm, I'm all for somebody else doing that. Thank you, Wally. Like, even though I railed on ESPN to start the show on this uh, greatest basketball player of all time, it, it did give me some entertainment. I mean, I, I did enjoy watching the show. I was mad, but I did enjoy watching the show. And I don't know when they start, who votes on, who moves on in the brackets there. I don't, I don't know how that works. I didn't follow all the uh, rules of uh, the bracket challenge that they have that Reese Davis was hosting. Uh, I was noticing this, Todd Gurley. I don't think I've had a stat of the day, have I, Seton? I don't know that you have. Had one why don't you one give today. me a little Darius Rucker on stat of the day? Can you do that on short notice, here? Uh, wait, I didn't have it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't have it. How are those burgers and brats doing on uh, the Traeger? Moments away. Okay, good. Because I'm going to take a break, and I got to go out and dive into one of those burgers. Uh, there's uh, Tyler, the moderator, is out there monitoring the computer, the uh, the chat row, and also the Traeger grill. You're doing a good job, Tyler.
2: stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day. The stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day.
3: Todd Gurley is one of two players in NFL history with at least 50 rushing touchdowns, 10 receiving touchdowns over his first five seasons. The other one is... Sean Alexander with Seattle.
4: Here comes (laughs) that of the day.
3: (laughs) Gurley's 70 total touchdowns ranked second all time by a player before turning 26. The only person who had a better start to his career before turning 26, Emmett Smith, 75 touchdowns. Todd Gurley was great. Uh And I misspoke. It was not Tampa interested in Gurley. According to ESPN, it was uh, the Miami Dolphins or the Atlanta Falcons were interested in Todd Gurley. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls, and we'll return on this meet Friday after this.
5: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast1.com. Clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show.
3: Close-up shop as we always do, a little arcade fire, and certainly this goes out to everybody who has been impacted by this coronavirus. Be smart, be safe. We're in it together. Also a special mention to my favorite artist who passed away. His name is Wolf Kahn. And uh, Wolf was 92 years of age. Got a chance to meet him uh, you know, in the latter part of his life. I uh, Bought a few of his works, uh, ones that I could afford. But if uh, you get an opportunity and you Google Wolf Kahn and you'll see colors that you've never seen before with an artist. And uh, just thought he was a remarkable, remarkable man. And uh, one of the great colors of uh, of our era, of the last uh, 100 years. But his name Wolf Kahn, K-A-H-N, and uh, had a real impact on me to be able to go to his studio in New York City and be able to watch him paint. Uh, he let me in and uh, allow me to see greatness at work. Yes, he... Yeah,
6: that's a, a side of your personality that you don't really let out too much, or on the show anyway. Yeah. Off-air, you talk about art a lot, but you have a real passion for
3: For that, Yeah. And, you know, I didn't I I got into it. I didn't know a lot about it, but I have a friend who runs a gallery and he just kind of said, what do you want to know? And I said, I I just want to know what I'm looking at, like what separates good from great, uh, great from all time greats and just having an educated eye. And uh, very fortunate that uh, my friend Claude was able to say, hey, you know, these are artists that you should collect. And a lot of these artists, you know, I couldn't afford, but I I knew what I was looking at or looking for, and uh, got a chance to meet Wolf Kahn. And I said, uh, I told my wife, I said, "Hun, I just bought a piece of art." And she's like, "Okay." And I said, yeah, better sit down because it, it's uh, I'm gonna have to pay an installment." <laughs> 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 but I, it's it's just it's great. I I I love collecting, and uh, you yeah, know, he was. He was somebody who, who allowed me to ask him questions. And I appreciated that. Yes, he
6: Well that I think that I don't know if this is a common saying, but I credit it to you because you're the person that I heard say it most, but that the advice with art is just buy what you like mm-hmm. and not what you think you're supposed to buy or what you think is going to be worth something. Just just invest in things that you like and, and you'll sort of always be happy with it.
3: And I have friends who bought art as investments, but they don't hang it up. And I just said but I wanna I wanna look at it. And even if I am buying something, but that's where you have the educated eye. If I if I know what I like, am I buying something that makes sense? Uh, you know, because I don't go, boy, what's it going to be worth in 10 years? I never I've never done that, but I know what I like, and I look at it every day. And Wolf Kahn, another artist, is Hunt Slonum, uh is a, a real fun artist. I got a chance to go to his studio in New York, and he'll he'll paint birds. And he's got birds in his studio. So you go in and you just hear
1: there. Ah, ah, ah.
3: And I'm like, God, that'd drive me crazy. But he paints these birds, uh, among other things, And uh like finches. How could you ever be in a bad mood when you're when you're around finches? And uh he he uh, has a painting of finches that I bought. All right, uh, let me get some phone calls in here. Uh, Johnny in Mexico joins us. Hey, John
1: Hey, Dan, how's it going? Good, sir. Love the show. Glad you guys are doing the YouTube thing. But now I can watch you down here in Mexico. And I had two questions. We were just talking about White Castles out here the other day. And where did you get huge White Castles at?
3: Seton got them. And uh, I'm trying to see if White Castles wants to be a sponsor here because I grew up with White Castles. But uh, you can get them mailed to you.
1: Well, we've been trying to. And, like, for some reason, Amazon, or we'll ship them down.
3: Oh, I don't know about Mexico, but thanks for the phone call, John. We'll look into it. Yeah, Seaton got White Castle sent to him. Yeah, they sent him over. I think
6: they're going to sponsor the podcast. Oh, Pretty cool. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's good. Uh, let me see. We got the uh, the Meet Friday songs that are, I think, advancing. Here's a little bit of uh, uh, what we had before. Brandon in Florida, I think, did a wonderful job here. So a little sample. <laughs>
2: Back ribs and ham, it's Tranker time. It's me Friday, yes, and grab your phone. So Mario. I like that.
3: That's Brandon in Florida up this? against Johnny in Canada. And also, here's Brian in California. Up. That's Brian in California. A little kiss going up against uh, Kevin in Columbus. Go around the room. What we learned, Fritzy? What'd you learn today?
5: A friend of yours smuggled toilet paper out of your home. What?
3: I don't think smuggled. I think stole. Stolen. McLovin. What did you learn today? Toilet paper thievery everywhere. <laughs> Seton O'Connor Jr. The third. Right now in the expired Purell
6: uh, contest. <laughs> right now the leader in the clubhouse is uh, a fellow who's got one that
0: expired in August 2010. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> Paulie, what did you learn?
3: Joe Madden, the L.A. Angels
0: manager, is in Apache Junction, Arizona in an RV.
3: What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. Support the Dan Patrick Show. Support it by visiting LegalZoom. They can help you navigate the uh, legal waters there. If you got a business, they'll help you get set up. Can't say enough great things about LegalZoom. LegalZoom.com. Be safe. Be smart. Talk to you Monday. Podcast
0: One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening.
2: Here's the thing. It's 2020. Libraries are so much
6: more than books these days. Need something notarized? That's free. How about a private room to meet clients? That's free, too. Want to record your band's next album in our recording studio? That's free as well. And free Wi-Fi for filling out the census? Yep, our librarians are here to help. Start living your best life with all this and more from Loudoun
1: County Public Library. Tap now or visit library.loudoun.gov.